Hi, and welcome to First Bite, a nation's restaurant news podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie. Today is Wednesday, January 31st, and here are your top stories. First, America's favorite restaurants for burgers, chicken, pizza, and more. We know from Technomics 2023 America's Favorite Chains data that Americans love steak and smoothies. But of course, they still eat plenty of burgers, chicken, sandwiches, and other foods. So who are the winners of those various categories and why? Second, why First Watch doesn't want to be known as a chain restaurant. First Watch has long-term aspirations to get to 2,200 units, but the team is focused on acting like a local company. Third, 32 trends to watch in 2024. Internet editors and a few outside voices weigh in on what the restaurant industry can expect in the year ahead. Fourth, New York City is regulating the delivery industry with new government watchdog agency. The nation's first city sustainable delivery department will regulate the surge of delivery drivers, bikes, and mopeds to promote safety and eco-friendly streets. And finally, McDonald's updated burgers are now available nationwide. McDonald's Best Burger Initiative was first announced in April, and the burgers, which include everything from new buns to more sauce, are now available across the U.S. Now let's dive deeper into a trending story from our website. As January ends, fourth quarter earnings for the restaurant industry begin. This quarter lapsed the last quarter of 2022, where Winter Storm Elliott ravaged the country with blistering cold and snow. That's compared to the fourth quarter of 2023, where restaurants were able to celebrate that Christmas landed on a Monday and overall favorable weather through the end of the year. That means the editors at NRN are anticipating same-store sales increases across many brands, though some segments are expected to lag, mainly casual dining, except for Darden, most likely because of the company's immense popularity. Five of Darden's brands landed on our report, America's Favorite Chains, and we expect their earnings to show as much. Expect the next week to hold some big numbers as Brinker, McDonald's, Chipotle, and Yum! Brands report. However, investors have said that they expect the consumer to soften in 2024, so this may be the last bit of good news for a while. For more on the story, let's turn to Alicia Kelso. We're staring at February, and I think if you are any kind of um, consumer of social media, you are well aware of the memes about how long, painfully long, January can feel. Uh, For us here at Nation's Restaurant News, This end of January, this merciful end of January means it's time for quarterly earnings. So, of course, I um, get real excited every quarter when earnings kick off. It's like Christmas for me to sort of uh, get a glimpse into what um, these bigger companies and in some cases small companies are working on and what the patterns are uh, at large in the industry. So earnings kick off uh today which is tuesday so they kick off with starbucks we've got brinker tomorrow and then early next week um starting the first full week of february we go mcdonald's chipotle and yum brands boom 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 so there's a lot of earnings that are not yet scheduled and others that are scheduled uh you know through the end of february and i want to take a second to give a shout out to all the investor relations people who space these calls out way more than Q3. And if you'll recall, we had, I think, 18 calls uh, in two days last uh, last quarter. So us journalists and analysts were uh, certainly busy. Anyway, um, here's what I'm looking for uh, with these October, November, December recaps. Uh, First of all, I think we're going to see positive uh, comps across most most comps are, excuse me, most concepts in Q4. Um, I looked at data from the National Restaurant Association. It shows that sales continued to trend higher in December. Uh, that month represented the 10th consecutive month of sales growth. 
uh, and quarterly comps were high single digits um, higher than they were in 2022. Of course, most of these sales um, have come from higher pricing. Um, and so as we've done in the past two quarters, especially, we're going to listen for traffic patterns to see if that continued elevated pricing has been a deterrent. Um, we did start to see traffic slow and even decline uh, in the second and third quarters um, uh, of 2023. And by September, uh, it, it, the traffic became really soft as we got back to normal seasonality pa patterns. So uh, menu prices have started to cool, but they continue to far outpace overall inflation uh, as well as grocery inflation. So Q4 will be telling as to whether or not that continues to be a, a growing deterrent. Um, that said, we do know things picked up uh, in uh, November and December was also strong because Christmas um, favorably fell on a Monday. So also in 2022, uh, we had winter storm Elliot. Um, so these Q4 calls will include um, numbers that lapped that winter storm, which had, you know, a, a, an impact, especially in coastal uh, and upper Midwest um, areas. So obviously this industry isn't homogenous, so things could be and will likely be weaker in some ca categories like casual dining versus QSR or fast casual. Uh, consumers are indeed getting more aggressive about seeking out value. Uh, we heard this at the beginning of the month at the ICR conference in Orlando, Florida, um, in, in which analysts uh, predicted this month is going to be, or this entire year rather, uh, is going to entail a softening consumer all around. So um, it, with that backdrop, I expect these um, sort of value, high value perception concepts the Chipotles and McDonald's and Wingstops and Texas Roadhouses of the world to keep on keeping on. Um, I don't think anything, uh, any major narrative is going to change um, from from those companies. And I think you know Potbelly and Cava will also continue to turn in strong performances. Um, perhaps with that favorable Christmas holiday timing, casual dining brands like Bloom and Dine Brands, Brinker and Denny's could fare better than they did in Q3, uh, but I'm especially optimistic about Darden. Uh, Olive Garden and Longhorse have been on a tear uh, as of late and actually got to hear CEO Rick Cardenas talk at ICR recently and outline why his company has been relatively insulated against this softening consumer backdrop. And it comes down to execution, staffing and overstaffing in some instances, and that company avoids discounting. So it's... um. It's not just uh, favorable traffic, it's it's uh, profitable traffic. So uh, the Roos, Chris integration into Darden should be largely complete by now also. So that will offer an interesting new story uh, when this company schedules its call. What I also think is going to be interesting uh, to hear and what I think is a near, a near impossibility to predict is how major pizza companies fare uh, in Q4. They tend to perform really well when consumers become a bit more challenged, but all three of these major pizza companies are going um, through some significant changes right now. We might get a little bit more color about those. So Domino's, for example, just started to add all delivery aggregates to its portfolio. Papa John's just announced an aggressive franchising uh, incentive to, to kickstart uh, more domestic growth. Um, and a large Pizza Hut operator in California recently laid off all the company's in-house delivery drivers because of AB 1228. And if you'll recall, Pizza Hut was struggling a bit about a year and a half to two years ago because it didn't have enough drivers 
to fulfill demand. So this seems like a really interesting move. Speaking of AB 1228, we're going to get more color about this. No question about how California-based brands plan to navigate this new rule. It goes into effect April 1st and raises the minimum wage in that state to $20 an hour for QSRs. Some companies like Jack in the Box, Yum Brands, and El Pollo Loco will likely be disproportionately impacted uh, by this because of their larger uh, California footprint. So we'll lean into those calls as well. Um, this will also be the first earnings call for new CEOs at Noodles & Company. Uh, Dutch Bros, though I will say that Christine Barone has been present on past calls as president, uh, and Wendy's. So it will be interesting to hear their plans moving forward. Uh, Shake Shack's uh, Randy Garudi is also retiring this year, so he may hand the call off a bit more than in the past. So changes abound. They always are in this industry, and we're just here to document these changes from quarter to quarter and everything in between. So stay tuned here as the Q4 and full year earnings reports start to pull in, and we will obviously keep you posted. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of First Bite. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new one. Until then, stay up to date with all your news on NRN.com.